0: What's up, action takers? Today, we're going to be answering a couple quick business-related questions when it comes to building the business around your podcast. And this question comes from Brad Shreve from www.queerwritersofcrime.com. That's queerwritersofcrime.com. And uh, yeah, Brad is a mastermind member. He's awesome, staying active, taking action, improving every day. So let's see what Brad has to ask here today because there's a few different questions. First question from Brad here: Mark, are guest release forms necessary? Second question, Mark, I'm having a problem dealing with imposter syndrome. What do you say to that? And then the third question here is two things I'm dealing with now are should I form an LLC and what's the best way? Same with trademarking. So there's a few different questions to break down here for Brad. Let me start with the first. Are guest release forms necessary? And the short answer is no, they're not necessary. I don't have a guest release form for my episodes. I have filled them out in the past, typically when I'm like interviewing or teaming up with lawyers or attorneys, things of that nature. Those will be times where guest release forms are handled. Long story short, you don't have to, this is not legal advice. I'm not an attorney, so you might consider it depending on the topics of your conversation. I just tend to go into things with the context of I'm providing you as the guest, as much value as possible. There is no reason ever why you wouldn't want me to be producing this on your behalf. Again, the flip side would be if you're maybe into politics or some potentially risqué type of concepts, then you might consider that. Another reason why you would definitely definitely want to have a consent form signed. Again, it if you're doing this, you definitely want to get a consent form signed, okay? Make sure that you get a consent form signed by your guest if you're going to be using their content for resale. Okay? If you're using a guest's advice on your podcast for resale purposes, you definitely want to get a consent form signed. And a perfect example of this would be maybe you're going to be hosting a course. You're creating a course and you want to share guests input on your course, or maybe even selling a book. If you're using them as key driver or sales point, you want to get their John Hancock, their signature to sign off on a consent form. I know I would do that. I would not like it, if someone brought me on their show as a guest, and then resold all my advice and repurposed it as a course, I would not like that unless I was getting a piece of the pie. So if you're planning on monetizing directly their advice and their likeness, probably a good idea to get a consent form signed. Okay. The second question here from Brad is regarding imposter syndrome. This could be an entire like hour-long episode in and of itself, but what we talk about imposter syndrome, it's that feeling of I really shouldn't be creating content. I really shouldn't be giving people advice because I'm not an expert. Typically, it's I'm not as far along as this other person, right? I know when I was first starting in podcasting, I was nervous about producing content about podcasting because why would people listen to me when there's Pat Flynn out there? Pat Flynn is an expert in the field. And that's true, Pat's great. But just because Pat exists doesn't mean I shouldn't be creating content, okay? So the way that I see imposter syndrome and my mentality towards it is, A, start before you're ready. You don't feel like you're ready. It doesn't matter. You need to start producing content today. That content should be documenting the process. It should be documenting your journey. I I look back on my old videos from one, two, three, four years ago, and I'm like, wow, I have come so far. You should feel like that. Frankly, sometimes I feel like that every month. I look back a month ago, I'm like, wow, I've come a long way. You should always be feeling like that because it's a journey you're always getting better so start before you're ready document the process talk to your audience about what you know because you are definitely farther ahead from other people bring them up to speed even if you're just a step or two ahead of them that's okay you can bring them up to your level or even beyond it potentially by sharing what you know and and so those are my my key takeaways from that here's the problem with imposter syndrome. I feel like most of the time when we say this to ourselves, I'm not ready because I'm just not ready. Most of the time that we use imposter syndrome, it's used as an excuse. It's used as an excuse for why I should not do it today. I can't do it today because I'm not ready. I I feel like an imposter and that's a really dangerous place to be because today becomes tomorrow, which becomes two days, which becomes a week, a month, and then before you know it, your life's passed by and you've actually never even started, you've never had that progress. And you might say, well, I'll be more comfortable when X happens. Let me tell you something. I've been doing this a long time. You are never going to be comfortable. You're never going to be comfortable. What you can do is you can come to grips with that and you can start to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Okay. Let me repeat that again. You're never going to be comfortable with the challenges that you're going to face. What you can do though, is you can become comfortable with that discomfort. You can become accepting of the discomfort. I get nervous when I go on stages and you might say, I I talk, I mean, so many people say, Mark, I'm an introvert. Yeah. You know what? I've got some introvert in me. If I go to a new conference event, if I go to a place where I don't know anyone, I am nervous. Every time I go on stage, before I go live, I am nervous. I am uncomfortable, but I've exercise that muscle over years over the years I've exercised that muscle so I've I accept that discomfort okay so this is kind of a long drawn out answer for understand when it comes to imposter syndrome that you do not allow yourself to use imposter syndrome as an excuse to not start today. Get started document the process tell people what you know and bring them up to where you're at in every day that you produce, you're going to get better and you're going to move forward a little bit more. Get comfortable with discomfort. I read the four-hour workweek. It's here on my shelf behind me. Great story. Anyway, I digress. Don't let imposter syndrome be a reason why you don't get started. Because if you do use it as a reason not to get started, it will be a shadow over every single step forward that you try to make. Right. it's just gonna be a, it's just gonna weigh you down you're not gonna be able to really get the leaps and bounds you want so f imposter syndrome all right <laughs> that's the, the PG way of saying it okay last question here should you consider setting up an LLC what's the best way same thing with trademarking so I think trademarking is it's not my area of expertise okay I don't think there's necessarily a problem with trademarking I think it's maybe a good good way to go if you are using a logo you do get trademarking and copyright writing by proxy. I don't want to go too deep into that because I'm just not an expert, but I think trademarking like your logo and your show is maybe not necessary. I'd say that that's more overrated. However, creating an LLC for your business, I think is a great idea. Setting up an LLC is a great idea. It's not very expensive, at least here in the state of Florida. You'll need to look at your state laws or your country laws how that operates. But by setting up an LLC, by incorporating, it allows you to separate your personal expenses with your business expenses. And there's a few advantages to doing that. I know here in Florida, I'm able to write off a lot of my expenses. I'm able to write off my cell phone bill, internet, home power and electric, gas can be written off. You're, you're just, there's just a lot of expenses that you're able to write off because you can claim them as a business expense. I run a business out of my home here. And so a lot of the expenses that I incur as a homeowner, I'm able to write off on my taxes. So there's a lot of advantages there. It's it, at least here in Florida, it's not a lot of money to incorporate. That's like a hundred bucks, then a couple, you know, a hundred bucks after that. So there's a lot of advantages and a lot of benefits to setting up an LLC. Again, you probably want to do some research online, maybe talk to a banker in your area, maybe talk to an accountant to get a better understanding of how an LLC can help you increase your revenue and turn your passion into profit. Wow, Brad, thanks for the awesome questions today. Make sure you check them out at thequeerwritersofcrime.com. And if you're looking for more support, if you're tired of wasting time podcasting, you're ready to actually make some real money, to actually make steps, move your life forward, what are you waiting for? Join our mastermind programs, 50 bucks a month. Join our mastermind. You're going to get more access to me, more access to resources, great people. And yeah, I don't know what you're waiting for. Join us. Click the link below. All right. Take action. See you next time. Peace.